Hello and thank you for listening to episode 518 of 60MW. Racking them up there, Paul. <laughs> We're getting there, mate. We are getting there. As you have heard, he is <coughs> back. All right. All right. All Every right. Time. Every time. It's Pride Month, so I'm going to get it a lot worse this month, I imagine. <laughs> but that's standard for me. Yeah, that's it, mate. I'm Swing. back. Episode two. Well, or is it, do we call it like game two of yeah. season one? It is, isn't it? Yeah, get, yeah, it's technically a game, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. So Game two, he's paid me an extra 50 quid to come back again because my agent wasn't very happy with the last outcome. He uh, he got quite a few right last time, and I was a bit surprised. Mm. I think he watched the film, but he says he didn't. I didn't, I didn't. It's all above board, all above board, mate. I believe you, mate. But well in on the first game, and it's a new game. It is. New and film. We're kicking off again very soon. Very soon, very excited. Uh, unlike the first episode where we came up and we were 60 minutes into mm. Blood Moon. Blood Moon. Blood Moon. Uh, we've come up to record a little intro first because we've had some feedback. Oh, look, thank show. you so much. And it, quite a few people tweeted us, which is very nice. Thank you. We've had some lovely feedback from the first show. But we've had, and I've not listened to it, mate, so me and you are going to listen to it for the first time oh. together, a 10-minute audio message. Oh, off who? From Mr. Christopher Jellyman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Co-host. That's fine. On 60MW. <laughs> I thought it was Tom Cruise or something. <laughs> Imagine that. We'll wait for, what, episode four for Tom Cruise. All right, mate. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh, nice uh, So, yeah, we'll just sit back because we've got a beer each, obviously, getting ready Here for whatever film we're going to watch. So, uh, yeah. Oh, listen to the slurp. Is it good? What is it? What bit, big? Of, bit of ASMR for you there. Mm. This is a perler. It's not the, the devil's perler, but it's the 6% Polish lager. And this is going to get me through whatever nonsense we have to fucking watch tonight. <laughs> we've still no idea what it is. So, yeah, we've got that treat in store. So, yeah, we're going to sit, uh, sip on our beer and listen to Chris, as you will too. So, over to you, Chris. Hello, this is Chris from 60MW. Some podcasts you may have heard me on, such as The Entertainment Show, The ABCD of Gaming, and the spotlight reflection movie show uh anyway i uh, said i was going to watch blood moon after listening to dave and ramrod and what a brilliant show it was i loved it so and the way they described it and they talked about it i had to watch it so uh yeah i've just watched it i literally just watched it and thought i need to record something so um yeah so blood moon or Blood on the Moon, as I guess it could have been called, because that's what appears on the killer's uh, computer screen whenever they show it. Um, so a few little notes I made. So if you haven't listened to the show, go back and listen to it. It's amazing. Uh, so anyway, this is more, I suppose, for Dave and Ramrod to listen to and <laughs> hear my thoughts. First of all, I thought it was a fucking awesome film. It was really good. Martial arts in it were fantastic there's some great action scenes um yeah so let me start from the top shall we so uh first thing i noted was that the first victim uh, i recognized him and i thought oh i've seen him in in other things and uh it turns out that i had actually seen him he appears in mortal kombat the movie from 1994 5 
um, off the top of my head. And uh, he is played by a, an actor called Hakeem Alston. Um, so, yeah, that was just a, a fun little thing that I noticed. His death, and, and this was going back to Mortal Kombat, um, I, there were a few times where I was just, I, in my head, I went, fatality uh, was awesome. <laughs> because uh, if I re- recall correctly, <laughs> now bear in mind, I have had a few drinks. He got kicked in the bollocks and then went straight into a gorilla press, which is, the, you know, the, 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 the killer sort of, um, you know, hoists him up above his head and then, uh, yeah, and kills him. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, Chuck, as you mentioned, the cop, uh, Detective Chuck Baker, uh, played by Chuck Jeffries, is awesome. He's such a nice guy. You know, he's doing magic tricks all over the place and uh, he was fantastic. So, yeah. Um, he was great. Um, RVD, yes. Uh, so you mentioned that you thought that Rob Van Dam was um, in one of the scenes, and he is. Uh, he plays a character called Dutch Schultz. Uh, what's the guy's name, um, or what's the character's name from Predator? I know it's Dutch, but is his name Schultz? Um, I'm sure there's. I've heard Dutch Schultz before in something. So, um, either way, um, so yeah, he gets killed, because uh, that's the start of the film, isn't it? The killer sort of like going after other fighters and murdering them in interesting ways. And he gets an awesome backbreaker uh, done to him. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, the killer has the these fingers, his metallic fingers, which kind of reminded me a little bit of Enter the Dragon, uh, and the, the the lead bad guy there who doesn't have a, he has a false hand and he has attachments for his hand um, and uh, yeah so he, I, and he did make me think a little bit of um, it's um, blood sport isn't it you know the death mac death touch um, and then it did make me wonder whether um, Quentin Tarantino got his inspiration for because isn't that can kill Bill like the you know the, the death touch whatever that that they uh, they do anyway um as you mentioned the chief uh who is played by uh, frank gorshin or, or otherwise known as the riddler from the original batman show uh he's a cunt he's an absolute twat uh he's not a very nice person especially to chuck uh he's lovely to um detective ken uh but yeah he's he's absolutely horrible to to Chuck, definitely a closet racist. Um, Gary Daniels is a stud, I have to say. Mm. Whenever he's on screen, I mean, his accent and his acting, you know, questionable, but you can't question the man's skill. He's absolutely fantastic. Um, other person that I noticed fairly early on in the film, where uh, Gary's at the beach with his daughter, enjoying some family time, getting buried in the sand, all that kind of shit. Uh, it, it, so, and then they get, they get stopped by a gang of um, wankers. Uh, so, the one guy that I recognised, he's played by a uh, an actor called Joe Hess, who appeared in No Retreat, No Surrender three um, as a well, a bit of a heavy type dude. Uh, and also, I recognised Keith Vitale. Uh, who is one of the other martial artists there. 
And he was also in No Retreat, No Surrender 3, uh, which is a film, as people know, that we covered uh, recently on the Spotlight Reflection movie show. Uh, but also, Keith Vitale appeared in uh, Jackie Chan movie, Meals on Wheels, um, which uh, is an awesome film, which fe- features a fight with uh, Jackie Chan and Benny the Jet Ukides, which is probably one of the best on-screen fights ever. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, and then uh, other notes I made as I was making notes as the film went on is that Gary Daniel's wife is a bitch. Um, <laughs> she just seemed really frosty towards him, which, you know, for, and then it just seemed to thaw as the film went on, you know, trip to the fairground. That's like, that's it. She's, she's, she's wetter than Otter's po- pocket. Um, uh, and then the other thing I made note of is that, uh, and, and this was, you know, 10 years earlier on, bought in, I suppose, by uh, Lethal Weapon, you've got the typical sort of like uh, mismatched black and white cops uh, that don't necessarily get on, that kind of partnership. Um, Gary Daniels' torture scene didn't go anywhere. What the fuck? That didn't seem to go anywhere. Um, pissing in a flask reminded me of the days, the early days of 60MW, uh, or 60 Minutes With, as it was called then, uh, which uh, Ramrods and Dave and I have done in the past. Not necessarily pissing in a flask, but pissing in a bottle, uh, after many Polish beers. Um, and, uh, yeah, the running scene, oh my God, the, the running scene, similar to, I suppose, Rocky Three, where Apollo and... Um, uh, and Rocky are running along the beach. They're trying to outdo each other. That was pretty cool. Um, what was his name? Oh, God. Uh, Gary Daniels' niece. She calls him Uncle, so I'm guessing niece. Um, the China O'Brien references. Yeah, liked all of that. That was good. Um, holy shit. The Kelly deduction scene was absolutely genius. Uh, Jim Kelly from... Uh, Enter the Dragon. Gene Kelly. The you know the next victim is Kelly. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, brilliant! Absolutely brilliant. Um, there were some genuinely good action scenes in it. I think, uh, in particular, the fight in Kelly's apartment between the four of them was awesome. That was really cool. Um, as I mentioned, the two finger sort of death touch uh, inspiration for Tarantino potentially when. Gary Daniels' character goes to the fairground with his family and, you know, it's the old hammer. Um, hit the hammer as hard as you can to see if you can hit the ring the bell and he does an axe kick to ring the bell. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, they When they were looking at the victims and they sort of like figuring out that, that uh, who the killer is and that he's killing different specialities of martial artists and um, one of the people that is mentioned is Kurt McKinney which is one of the victims which made me think I've recognized that name uh, he is the original actor from No Retreat No Surrender uh, the uh, the original movie who played the uh, the lead character in that who fought Van Damme uh, so there you go a little bit of trivia for you um, Ken um, Gary Daniels uh, he's obviously called Ken in this he play, he was, he was played Ken Shiro in Fist of the North Star so that's maybe potentially another little nink and, uh, nink and wad wink and nod there you go um, the fingers 
didn't make any sense. I, I didn't get that at the end because they seemed to sort of, you know, it was a big thing. He screwed them into place and then they disappeared and then they reappeared for the final act, uh, whatever. And then the confetti bomb. I mean, what the hell? Who, who the who would have guessed that would have happened uh, was, you know, a nice little way to round off the movie. So anyway, I've been rambling now for nearly 10 minutes, but long story short or short story long. Awesome film. I loved it. I love the show. I love the format. Thank you so much for entertaining me. And I am looking forward to the next show. So thank you for listening and take care. Bye bye. Oh, wasn't that nice? Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And that's the end of uh, episode 6,099. Cue the music. Off we go. (laughs) That'll do. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Chris. That was some high-end nerd in there, mate, by the way. Because you've you've told me things I didn't know, and I'm a fucking mega nerd. He was was dropping some facts. You were fucking shitting them out at high speed there, mate. That was like the runs (laughs) of facts. (laughs) It was. Of no retreat, no surrender, Mortal Kombat, mm. all these things. See, now I remember seeing all these movies, obviously Mortal Kombat, but no retreat, yeah, no surrender is yeah. like hazy. But yeah, some fucking high end nerd in there, Chris. And thanks for the support. Yeah, thank you. Love you, babe. Love you. I did like. That was Dave, by the way. <laughs> I did like. Uh, it brought back memories, of course, of pissing in, in bottles. <laughs> and he was saying about um, drinking Polish beer. Got one right now. And you've you've got Polish beer right now. I don't need to piss in a bottle anymore. We've we've grown up a bit since them days. But yeah, as soon as we saw that dude pissing in a flask, it was like, we've done that, we've done that. Relatable. (laughs) And this time we are in the same room, whereas before we were in different rooms. Now we just piss on each other. It would be a bit... (laughs) We've taken it up a step, just, you know. It's a golden shower, dear. Water spots. Yes, darling. I don't know why I'm German. (laughs) just made sense. (laughs) So what we're going to do now is we're going to go downstairs and we're going to find out what fucking film we're going to watch. Bring it on. I am hoping once again for me pressing this button a lot. Hey, yo, what the fuck? What the fuck? I'm hoping for a few what the fucks. I need it tonight. I need a what the fuck. And then I'm going to piss on Dave. Yeah, that's how we'll finish the show in sort of this... Pissing on each other. Pissing games. Right, then, so whoever wins tonight gets to piss on the other one. That's fucking not bad, mate. That's not bad. Oh, yeah, and I should say as well, um, I mean, hopefully people listening to this, you listen to the first show. And and if you didn't, go and listen to it. And there'll be the link again, as always, in the podcast notes for this, for the rules, because, you know, we score points, it's a game show. And... um, and then now I've forgotten what I was going to say. You fucking old bastard. Fucking Let me tell you something, right? He come for a walk with me last weekend, this fucker. He's still recovering. It was nearly a week ago. He's trying to keep up with this young buck here, but he can't. He's even can't. forgetting how to do his own fucking podcast. It well, it's all right, Dave. I'm here and I'll save you. Thank you. I have now remembered. Thank you for stepping in then while I was racking my brain thinking, what the fuck was I going to say? Come on, Doc Brown. Yeah. So earlier, so I'm going to get surprised. Maybe this show because again oh. if you listen to the last one you'll know it, it was a close run thing it finished 12 8 to me close yeah it was pretty close so i got to drop my own sound drop my sort of don't t- play it again now i'm not playing it again no no you're gonna press that button then no i'll no, wait till I i'll thought... wait till the end of the show when i beat you again oh, fuck you but <laughs> earlier ramrod came up here 
and uh, he put a sound drop onto the machine yep. in case he wins. And I've got no idea what it is. It's fucking, it's going to lay you down. Is it? You'd better not win. I don't want to be hearing that. Whatever You're going to love it, mate. Because it's fucking, it's harder than yours was. Oh, no. It's tougher than yours. I want to be hearing Razor Ruddock again. Thank it's you better than that, mate. Oh my God. <laughs> right then, we shall disappear. Uh, we shall leave you with whatever I leave you listening to while we go and get 60 minutes into... <gasps> something. 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 Dave's ass. <laughs> Sorry, mate. You wouldn't last 60 minutes in my ass. I wouldn't. Well. Like half a minute. <laughs> Before the smell hit me. <laughs> and then I realise I shouldn't have drank that pearl. No. Well, let's leave your ass here. Yeah, we shall disappear now. See you soon. And we're back. And we are currently 60 minutes into the 1998 film Point Blank. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. What a joy this last Whoa. hour has been. And it nearly wasn't the film we we were going to watch. What well, we can reveal what we were going to originally Yeah, I watch. think we, yeah, we should do, if you want to say how it all panned out because um yeah, yeah. go on, tell the story. Cuz basically, you know, we, it's a learning process. This is a new show, so we wanted to make sure we knew nothing about the movies we were going to watch going into the show. It mm-hmm. backfired a little bit tonight where one of the movies that was selected for us, um I've seen and yep. I knew a lot about it. Um, which uh, let me point out, and I told you at the time, mate. But for the sake of the listeners, I have got to point this out. You could have easily, you know, I cra- fucked you. You could have cracked on that you'd never seen the film before. I could have guessed everything. Yeah, and you got oh, it right. You just like scored the perfect twenty-three points, and then <laughs> I mean, in the- so yeah, fair play, mate. You know, you you fessed up and you said that you've seen it before. I'm a sportsman. Yeah, it's good. The thing is, Dave, you 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 don't understand this about me. Like your shit, I was in last time. <laughs> You forget <laughs> what a fucking sports legend I am. Fair and, play award. And Fair in honour, in honour of this podcast, I said I have seen Tenement. Mm. Um, a little bit too rapey for me. That film was it? Yeah, because I've never seen it, so I've got no idea what Tenement was about it, at it's, all. If if you imagine like the Ethel Austin version of Death Wish Three, <laughs> um, anybody that doesn't know what Ethel Austin is, just Google it, and you'll get it. It's okay. the it's it, yeah, it's the. The flea market version of yeah, yeah. Um, Death Street. Anyway, so tonight we have Point Blank. Mm-hmm. Um, this film was made post Tarantino, post Michael Mann's Heat, post Connie, I'd like to think. Mm, could be, could be. Um, you'd think it was made in 1986. Yeah, you would um, do. It's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. I'd say the cinematography on this is what I would consider what a film used to look like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, before the digital age, we, you know, and Michael Mann again was guilty of pushing forward digital shooting, but I think the cinematography on this makes it look like a good film. Yeah. And the cast as well is a who's who of 90s sort of background actors and tough guys um, led by Mickey Rourke. Who, like, like, I'm, I'd like to think of 90s Mickey Rourke as the steroided up, um, uh, fucking shit actor, um, <laughs> that people thought he was at the time. Yeah. And he is in this hmm. absolutely pointless in the main role. But hmm. in terms of his star power, I don't know what he's doing in this film. Anybody, I, I could have done his role. He's not at this point. <laughs> 60 minutes into it, he's not done a lot. 
He, you know, he's not earning his Oscar like no. he did in The Wrestler. No. Did he win an Oscar for The Wrestler? I'm sure he was there or thereabouts, so yeah. he did win it. Hmm. And he can act. In this, they've kind of gone, we need a star. They've gone, Mickey Rourke's available. Yeah. Where is he? I don't know, doing cocaine somewhere and steroids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get him in. And they've got him in. Um, now, shall I go into the film? Yeah. Here? Yeah, let's let's go in, into the actual film. So what happened? What is, well, at least what is the first hour of Point Blank Point about? Blank. Like? Well, first off, you know, I wish they'd have picked a different title. Because how many films are called oh, fucking Point Blank? So many. So and it, it could have been called Siege at the Mall, yeah. Danny Trejo's Coke Binge at the Mall, <laughs> Danny Trejo trying to rape women at the Mall. Yeah, anything at the Mall. At the Mall, because it all happens. Yeah. I mean, the, the film opens with, um, like, again, really slick, nice-looking 90 cinematography and um, a prison bus uh, that gets um, prison broke yeah. by a team of balaclava-clad dudes with guns and one guy with blonde hair with a bazooka that um, blows up a cop car yeah. and then they spring all the guys off this prison bus. Um, then it cuts. So we don't really know why they're busting these guys no or idea, which specific one no. they're busting out or anything. Um, then we cut to like the farm and there's a 25,000 year long establishing shot of a farm. You we, do see, you do see yeah. Mickey Rourke with his guns out though. But when we see Mickey, oh. well, we see the old cowboy dude first, yeah, and then we see Mickey in a vest and he's digging or breaking something or digging on or whatever. And um, you know, you still don't know like what's really going on. We just know Mickey Rourke's on a farm and yeah. they busted these guys out of prison. Um, I'm not sure whether he's he's living with this old farmer guy. Is it his boyfriend? Is it his dad? That would be a twist. We don't know. I'm getting broke back mountain vibes yeah. straight away. The old cowboy, you know, the working, muscly younger guy. Yeah. Always a, makes him wear a vest. Always, he makes him wear that vest. Yeah. Nothing that's the most the clothes he can wear is the vest. He should have had Daisy Dukes on for my money. Oh mate. There but Rourke is in his full steroided up. I'm not acting today mm. mode. <laughs> I don't think he speaks much, does he? Uh, uh, or grunts a bit. Oh, well, all, have you noticed, mate, that all the way through this first hour, a lot of the dialogue is spoken. It's like people talking slowly. And, like this. And like this. And... I'm going to tell a story. Yeah, we or, haven't got time. Or... Wait till we do well, get, to the, get to the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to say from the off, and, you know, so you can establish Mickey Rourke in this movie. The, 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 he's phoning it in. Yeah. He's not phoning it in, he's beepering in, in his mess, his fucking acting in this movie. Like, there's no reason for Mickey Rourke to be the lead other than his physical presence. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah, fair play to him. And, you know, I'll forgive him not doing anything else because he looks good. Yeah. And he's Mickey Rourke. Yeah. So you can forgive him that. Yeah. So we, you know, we, we, we've established that um, Mickey Rourke's got a brother on death row mm -hmm. and the guys on the prison bus have been broken and they end up at a mall. Doesn't show how they got there. You, they just appear at a mall in the middle of the day and start fucking shooting everybody. Oh, mate. I mean, we Whoa. were sat there and we were, we were taken aback. Because like, the violence in it when they hit the mall. I mean, and, yeah, post-Tarantino. Yeah. I know, 
like you got to think Reservoir Dogs got a lot of shit, didn't it, for the squibs and the shootings mm-hmm. and that and the coldness of killing people. In this film, 1998, is it? Yeah, They don't give a fuck. No. Everybody's squibbing everywhere. Yeah. There's shotguns, there's pistols, machine guns. Anybody's fodder in this. So they take over this little mall and we think they're in Texas. Yeah, they? they are in the little mall. I will, will have to point out that... Um, you did you did an awesome prediction from the <laughs> actually you've done a couple of predictions because when they hit the mall, there's a guy there and he's done his shopping. Obviously a dad, he's bought a little teddy bear, he's put the teddy bear in a little bag, and he's cowering, you know, shit's kicked off. These have been guns have been firing everywhere. And he's crouched down holding this teddy bear. And then you see Danny Trejo, his character Wallace. Now it establishes early, doesn't it, that Wallace is a fucking psycho. There's no way that's his actual name. He's he's Hispanic. They're not called Wallace. <laughs> they should have given him a different name. But he's so so Wallace eyes the guy up and then is this like jump cuts between the two and the guy's going shitting himself. Yeah. Picks up his teddy bear, runs away, and then in slow motion, Danny Trail raises his shotgun, points at this guy's back. Blows a big hole in his back. <laughs> well, be, before he actually shot him, you called out. He said, oh, watch out for the slow motion shot of the teddy bear hitting the ground. <laughs> and he shot sure enough. The there it is. There's, there's the teddy bear. There's the teddy bear hitting the ground in slow motion. Just to establish that this guy was buying his kid a gift hmm. and they're killing everybody. Now, I've got to touch on the slow motion as well. Paul W.S. Anderson responsible for the Resident Evil series. He's a, he loves a bit of slow-mo. Ooh. There's more slow-mo in this than all the Resident Evil films, <laughs> especially when Mickey Rourke's on screen. Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, he must move like me, so there's slow-mo in him, so he doesn't look like he's creaking and, like, wrenching himself around <laughs> this fucking set doing kung fu or whatever he's doing. But I was, I was just glancing at my notes from the opening of the movie, and when, when the titles come up at the beginning, um, James Gammon, his dad... So I assume now I thought it was boyfriend, but the old guy must you were be dad. Hoping it was boyfriend. He he must be dad because I'm thinking who's dad all the way through the so film. That is the old guy. Then, the old guy the, must be dad. At the ranch. Yeah. I was thinking he was boyfriend. I paid no attention to the opening <laughs> of this film at all. Um, and I've also written that Keith Smith is the director of photography. Well done, Keith, because this film does look the balls. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. He's d- he did well. It looks good. Um, also. Um, he asks the last time he went to visit his brother in prison, he says, how is his head? And now I nearly spat me fucking guts out everywhere. Why don't you ask your dad, how, how's his head? Hmm. Well, I don't know. What, did he suck him off? Was what? in prison? Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Yeah. How's his head? And he's like, well, he wasn't there last time. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> so anyway, he's sucking him off in prison. Um, Mickey is now hinted at being ex-spec ops or something along those lines. He has an incredible American muscle car um, with a roadrunner emblazoned on it. Mm-hmm. And the license plate I noted down was FTW187, which is fuck the world and murder wow. in uh, police, American police codes. Bloody so, hell. I mean, you don't get tougher than that. No, do you? you don't, do you? So he's, Ram- he's Rambo in Last Blood. Living on the farm, mm-hmm. keeping his head down. Yeah. And uh, now he's been activated because his brother was on the bus. Yeah. Uh, we don't really know who the brother is, but you can guess 
quite easily who the brother yeah, is. Yeah, because there's this sort of, I think there's like five main bad I, guys I in, the, in the group. I five. And you, so we were thinking, well, it's not Danny Trejo, we know that. But one's Hispanic, one's black, yeah. one's really young. <laughs> it does so narrow it's got to be the other bit. one. <laughs> it's got to be the one that looks like him a yeah. bit. And then he's there. Um, and they're led by an actor, I can't recall his name, but we will... You know, look him up. He was in True Romance. That's the last time I saw him. Who is um, the Hans Gruber of the piece? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because somehow he gets off a prison bus in his prison fatigues and he's in a suit. Yeah. Where'd he get a fucking suit from? I don't know. We I know they're in a mall, but we didn't see him go shopping. No. We did see one of them get an yeah, outfit. Yeah, he, he gets some like JD Sports gear yeah. going on. and then, uh, But the others are in their prison gear. Um, they've got everybody hostage in the mall. Enter Danny Trejo's Oscar-winning performance as, <laughs> can we also say, reprised performance of Johnny 23 from mm -hmm. Con Air. Oh, yeah. Because this is Johnny before he went on Con Air. Yeah. And that he's a rapey, cokehead, psychopath. Yeah. Stealing the film. He does, though, doesn't he? He's just fucking fantastic. Yeah. He is great in this as a bastard. And he, he just, like, loves killing people. He loves fucking anybody. Abusing women. Yeah. He likes he, to abuse He women. loves just inhaling as much cocaine as he can. Well, they take over this mall and then he's opened a safe, this bad guy. Now, you've got to forgive us here because we're doing our damnedest to follow every intricate detail in this movie. But you know these movies don't give you every intricate detail. <laughs> no. So you've just got to assume that he knew the combination to the safe. Mm -hmm. He's got money and cocaine in the safe. Yeah. Who's, whose cocaine is it, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> Why's he got a big bag of cocaine <laughs> in a mall? <laughs> what has it come from? Did you notice any of this? That's no. It. No, that there's some weird shit. And we were looking at each other going, okay, we'll just take that for granted then. We're just going to assume that, the, and the main bad guy, they also say he's a money launderer. Yeah. So he's not like the head of the mafia. No, no. He's not like a mass murderer. Like John Malkovich was in Con Air, because mm. it's very similar in tone to Con Air and theme. He's not threatening. And he's as camp as Christmas, this guy. Oh, man. I mean, towards <sighs> the end of this first 60 minutes, he... He's he, camp. Well, yeah, he went from a little bit effeminate. To Louis Spence. <laughs> He's right turned, he's turned into an actual, like, parody it, it of, was. A, of a gay man. Yeah, that's what <laughs> he seemed to be doing. To he would, yeah, he was, like, full on camp. He's making demands from the FBI. He's going, we'd all like some chocolate, but i got to watch my weight, but who cares? And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Fucking hell. And he's gotten more camp. As the film's gone. What's he going to be like by the end of it? He'll oh, just... he's going to be fucking Liberace by the end of the movie. <laughs> Feather boa on, playing the piano, shagging Matt Damon. <laughs> it's all going to be going on at the end. Um, but we're, we're in the mall and Mickey appears. Hmm. He's driven there. Yeah. He knew exactly where they were because the coppers have come to his ranch to tell him his brother's yeah. there. Why? As if the coppers waste their time driving out to your house. Say if it, I was your brother and mm. I was on death row, would they drive to your house, coppers, to tell you I'm in a mall? Or would they be at the mall trying to shoot me? I think they'd be at the mall. They'd be they? at the mall. 
They'd be in the spa or in Why church. did they need That's to come and tell Mickey where they'd be in the spa? I'd be in a Costco somewhere, I think I'd hung up there. <laughs> yeah, you'd Take, be in CEX. I'd have a big tub of mayonnaise, just eating mayonnaise at Costco. So Mickey's turned up at the mall and um, the sheriff in charge with a lovely tasselly Texas, uh, like a Steven Seagal jacket is he, even. Is he the infamous Sergeant Hardwood? Hardwood. Wood. Here we are again. <laughs> I mean, the the undertones in this are all there for you. Mm-hmm. And they do actually pick up on his name. They do. Yeah. Later on, like they make, like the bad guy, isn't it? He says, Hardwood. And he's mm. like, <laughs> and we're all laughing at the same time, even the bad guy. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of this sort of laughing at things going yeah, on in yeah. the film. It's a bit self-aware, which is weird. Mm. Because then we're up on the roof of the mall. And the, like, because the main five bad guys are obviously character established. But there's balaclava guys everywhere. So they're just fodder for Mickey. Oh, yeah, total. Mickey's probably said two lines at this point. We're probably like half an hour into the film now. And uh, he just starts dispatching them. Mm. Um, The light hits his gun at one point and it's revealed to be what I describe as a child's toy. (laughs) It's it's a short-barreled M4 with um, camo um, paint all over it. Yeah. Which looks like something you get in B&M it for does. like a fiver. Yeah. But then later in the film, he's got clearly an MP5 and it's black. And that's not the gun he had nope. earlier. No. So they've obviously gone, hey, Mickey, that was the fake gun. Do you want to get the, the proper gun now? Yeah. Mickey Roach probably gone, oh, yeah, I didn't notice. Sorry, I was doing <laughs> steroids in my trailer. Um, he's shooting people, throwing knives at them. Yeah. Kung fuing them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he does He does quite a bit of that. Does he do quite a bit of that yeah, or does a little bit of that? <laughs> but there's bits though, isn't it? It's because he's on the roof and then once he gets into the mall, which he gets into... How does he get into the mall, Dave? Right, so you, you're on the roof of a mall yeah. and let's presume, because you don't actually see, you know, there's like a hatch or, you know... a Skylight. Skylight. That's how you get into and he the opens, mall. And he opens the skylight. And there's a big there's a big drain pipe coming down the inside, which you could you know just scale down, or he's got a rope. You could yeah. throw the rope down and just climb down, or you could do it Mickey Rock style. <laughs> you could do it point blank style. <laughs> you could you could attach the rope around you, and then you could you could sort of imagine <laughs> imagine Tom ridiculous. Imagine Tom Cruise in the first Mission Impossible. <laughs> Where he comes down horizontally and he stops just above the floor. Well, that's Mickey Rourke, so he's horizontal, but and but he's walking down the wall, walking down the wall, wall horizontally, five foot off the ground, mate. <clears throat> he could have stood up. He could have just he could have hung from the skyline and just dropped and dropped like a couple of feet. But you can see they've gone. Do you want to do this stunt, Mickey? He's like, I'll do all I'll my do own it. fucking stunts I in this. I will look so fucking cool doing this. All right, then, well, it's only about five foot off the ground. He's like, strap that fucking rope around me. Watch me walk down this wall. <laughs> I mean, he comes down the drain pipe like a little spider in the rain, and you're like, what's he doing? What are you, you doing uh, it's, that? It's like the most unthrilling thing you've seen in your life, but Mickey does it. Does, yeah, yeah. getting that mall somehow. Yeah. Because his brother's in there. Yeah. And um, Danny Trejo needs to be stopped <laughs> because the main bad guy in this is a money laundering gay guy who wants chocolate. <laughs> Danny Trejo, meanwhile, has got a big bag of cocaine mm-hmm. and he's sexually assaulting people with a gun. He doesn't give a fuck, mate. He is owning this film yeah. as an absolute psycho. I mean, he makes the a woman. And now, again, Tracy is the character's name. Now, Tracy is 
what probably would be a strong female lead in modern cinema. Um, she's established quite early on, but Tracy, for my money, um, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you later what I think about Tracy when we get to our um, our oh, betting. Okay. But, yeah, Tracy would probably be um, a bigger character, I well, think. Tracy's, Tracy, we know Tracy is very understanding because one of the bad guys... He's the youngest one of the group, isn't he? Oh, here we go. The boy band member. Please. He's, yeah, the new metal, the guy of Papa Roach. <laughs> the spiky black hair. So for some reason, him and Tracy are sat together. Yeah. And then this the young lad just gives this. It's the first of a good a few good speeches. The 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 um the sad story monologues. Yeah. There's, there's two of them. And the music kicks so you know it's coming because yep. the plinky plinky music kicks yep. in. And then he starts telling his story, doesn't he? Yeah. About how he, how he got on death row. Yeah. And it was all an accident, really. It was, you know, it was one of those stories. Well, my mama bought me a puppy. Yeah. My and daddy then... fucked me in the ass. And then, and then I ran over two coppers. Yeah. I was supposed to feel sorry for him. You're a, <laughs> you're a murderer, yeah. mate. You were on death row, mate. Come on. I don't feel sad for you. He's quite cute. I like him. Mm -hmm. He hasn't done a lot wrong. No. I haven't seen him shoot anyone. No. Because he's not there to do it. Yeah. Kind of, they've kind of been dragged along with yeah. them because they were on the bus, haven't they? But like, again, to compare it to Con Air, in Con Air, there was only really Nicolas Cage and the guy out of Forrest Gump that weren't in enjoying their fun. All the other prisoners like got into it, didn't they? Yeah, in Con oh, yeah. Air. They were yeah. all down for it. But he's like, oh, I don't want to be here because I'm accidentally on death row. Mm -hmm. And she's like trying to connect with him a bit, Tracy is. Danny Trejo's just trying to rape her. And the, the point where she needs the toilet and then the young guy's going to take her off the toilet and Danny Trejo's like snorting loads of coke and you go, where you going with my woman? And he goes, don't worry, I'm not going to rape her and kill her. And you're like, fucking hell, they didn't give a fuck no. on this. And Danny, Danny's all right with that then, isn't it? Well, as long as you're not going to rape and or as long kill her. As you don't rape yeah. her and kill her because I want to I'm do the that. raper. I'm because the killer. He, he did make her suck his gun yes. earlier in the film, which was quite erotic, mm. if I may say so. Mm. She did it quite well. <laughs> he seemed to be into it, though, didn't he? He was like, at one point, oh, his face, he was like, oh, yeah, go Well, on. Danny Trejo was like a, a convict, wasn't he, before he got yeah. into film? So yeah, yeah. He was probably really enjoying that. <laughs> I mean, what man wouldn't? Well. You know, I always make women suck a gun when I go on a date. <laughs> Standard. I go keep it like a toy gun in my boot. Yeah. Do you fancy sucking that? <laughs> if she says yes, then she's a keeper. That's it. That's how you know. Yeah, so far nobody. <laughs> but Danny um, has found a little friend, hasn't he, out of the hostages? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we got a name, but um, she wants some of his cocaine. And um, <sighs> Danny takes her off into a toilet somewhere. And then we cut to that scene where she's dancing around a pole in a toilet. Now we're in a mall. What she, why is she dancing around a pole? Do <laughs> where is she? Where are they? America, mate. Danny's, the only place where <laughs> there's a pole in the fucking toilet in the shopping mall. She's got a tits out. Yes, she's got it. Thirty-eight minutes in, first bit of nudity. Thank you, Dave. I'm glad mm. that you noted down the number because I, I was too busy watching the screen. <laughs> and she's, um, I mean, she's traumatized, but she got some cocaine off Danny's character. Yeah. Wallace, sorry. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're having a great time. She's dancing, tits out. He's doing coke. It's a proper party. Oh, yeah. Then he decides to drag her out in front of the police. Shotguns a window open. Says, hey, have a look at this. Shoots her in the back of the fucking head. 
and throws her off. That's it. Down she goes. Down she went. <laughs> this film is brutal. It really is, isn't it? This is high 90s violence. Yeah. This is the good stuff. This is what we wanted. This is a masterpiece so far. <laughs> and it absolute is. shite. It looks good. It's good widescreen picture. Beautiful. You know, like we said with the cinematography and everything, it's really, really good. But we're lucky we've got a, a Blu-ray rip. This has just come out on Blu-ray, I believe. Because, mm -hmm. uh, can I say how I saw this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, I follow lots of um, Instagram, um, like independent Blu-ray companies and stuff on Instagram. And all they did was post a photo of their commissioned artwork for this new blu-ray release yeah and it had danny trey on one side mickey rock on the other side and a woman with her tits out on the front full tits <laughs> out and he just said point blank and i said well i've never fucking seen this yeah. i've never heard of it neither has he no nope. i mean we're having a great time with this film oh my god yeah. we've just hit an hour in and it was almost a pain in the ass to come and record because i want to watch the <laughs> well, you want to go back down and watch the end of it this is as good as dyad for me right now because it is basically <laughs> it is dyad. yeah which I will also now mention, Mickey Rourke, while all this carnage is going on, is just crawling around the fucking air vents. Yeah. Not saying a word, not doing fuck all, peeping on people, not really doing anything. Finding nice little windows with plants on it to oh, yeah, peep through. Oh, yeah, there's a little, little peep through a window there. Yeah, some flowers. Then he runs into his brother. And we now know his brother is the other guy from Heat um, <laughs> with long hair. And they, they kind of have a little catch-up. And then he lets his criminal brother run off and he goes back in the air vents and they let the carnage continue. Yeah. What the fuck is he doing there then? I've got no idea. Now, FBI have just stormed the building. Mickey Rourke has revealed himself. Yeah. To be very clever with perfume. Yeah. There was a good burn scene in it. <laughs> good burn scene? <laughs> that was a good burn scene. You don't see it. Tell us about it. You don't see too many some Mickey Rourke's there. Because at the first we thought, what the fuck's he doing? And he's pouring uh, perfume. He's gone to, obviously to the perfume counter in the mall and he's got some and he's pouring it all over the counter. But then we don't know that he's also made a trail of perfume from the counter to his little hiding space. And he's waiting for one of the bad guys to get to the counter. So then, of course, he sets fire to the trail, it goes to the counter, it all starts burning. Did you notice, though, so there's a guy sort of in the middle of the counter and all the counter's burning and he starts laughing. He's going, oh, what's happening here? It's yeah, like, yeah. what do you do that? All the counters started burning around and you think, oh, that's a bit funny. You don't think this was odd? Yeah. But then Mickey Rourke, oh, no, he just he puts the icing on the cake, doesn't he? Because he then shoots another bottle of perfume, which then goes flying over this guy. And he goes up in flames, doesn't he? Lights him up. Thrashing around. He's burning for a while. Oh, yeah, no CG fire again here. This mm. is like, yeah. Do you know what I noticed, though, as well? Nobody tries to help him. <laughs> like all those other guys are like on his team the yeah. other bad guys why don't they just like throw him to the ground and roll him around yeah why do they all run away <clears throat> i mean the, and the, the worst part is mickey's brother is there he knows it's mickey yeah has lit him up yeah what what's the dynamic with these i two? don't know but i i also recall earlier in the film that um, the chief of police the guy with the steven seagal coat on it falling down <laughs> he is was his partner. It, they say, the FBI say uh, you were his yeah. partner. So I thought, oh, he's got to be like spec ops or something. Well, he was just a copper. So he was just a copper and he walked, he was a Texas Ranger and he walked off the job. So why has he got all these like 
amazing perfume skills and kung fu and all that. Yeah. Well, Walker, Texas Ranger, I suppose, was a bit kung fu. Well, true. Yeah. Um, I'm just checking over my notes for anything I may have missed. Um, A line I enjoyed was, enough with the blowjobs. They mentioned blowjobs at one point. A line you've never said in your life. No man ever says enough with the blowjobs. <laughs> that was a line I enjoyed. Also, I've got Mickey is Batman. Because at one point, I don't know if you remember Batman Begins, mm-hmm. um, when the first time Christian Bale goes out in full Batman gear, he lowers himself down, upside down, to scare the shit out of people, doesn't yeah. he? Mickey does it, and plastic bags a guy around the fucking head. That's it. Like Batman. How did he get it? What did he lower down? You don't see it. No. But he just appears behind this upside guy. Down. Upside down. And puts a plastic bag around his fucking head. How long was he waiting up there? Upside down. In case that guy With a plastic bag. Where'd he get the plastic bag <laughs> Where did <from>? he go? <laughs> and imagine if no bad guy walked past. It was like, fuck. Yeah. I've been fucking. My legs are killing me. Oh. Hanging onto this metal All pole. the blood's gone to my head. I'm getting dizzy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, I need a piss. <laughs> Something like that. But why? But again, as a, the, the director of this movie, I'd have gone, so when you drop down, Mickey, you're going to knife him through the face. Yeah. No, you're going to put a plastic bag around his head, Mickey, all right? Fucking hell, mate. Oh. You've just shotgunned a man with a bear. You yeah. shotgunned a woman in a pink jumpsuit. You've got Danny Trejo making people suck guns. Yeah. Plastic bag, up your game. You'd think up your you'd game. have, yeah, you'd have Mickey Rourke doing all the good kills. On the bad guys, but it's not like it's Danny Trejo. Danny he's, Trejo. he's got all the good action. He's, he's shotgunning, and he's winning the day for yeah. me. I don't want him to go out. But <laughs> I want him to be like Ric Flair in the nineteen ninety two Royal Rumble, last man standing. Yeah. Um, and and then I look through. I'm just looking through briefly. My notes. Any good lines? Um, sob story two. Um, oh, this is where. I do have to press this because sub story two, which I know you're going to say, this is definitely a. Hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> it is. So sub story two. So we've had young guys sub story. Yeah. Then sub story two is hot on the heels of young guys sub story. So we're supposed to feel a little bit of empathy towards these death row guys that have got caught up in yeah, this Yeah, they've all, they've all got the stories and the they've, reasons yeah. why they're on death row. They haven't killed anybody either. I'm pretty mm. sure the trio's been the one killing everyone. Yeah. So... The the uh, the black guy is seventeen years in the army. Mm-hmm. He's been and seen it all, and he he left the army. Now, who's he telling this story to? Is it? He's telling it. Oh, he's to, telling to the young guy. To the young guy. To the boy band member. To the, to the Papa Roach guy. So he's saying, "Oh, I was in the army for seventeen years, and then um, I was married, and everything was fine. I had a little business, and uh, I had the flu. I had a really bad flu, <laughs> and I left me drugs at home. So one day I went home to get my drugs, and there was my commanding officer banging me wife, and then he starts laughing. He goes, it's quite, it's quite funny, really. All I can remember was his little marine tattoo on his ass going up and down and up and down. <laughs> and then he stood up and his dick was hard. And we're like, what? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and then what does he say? And I killed him. I killed him. I made it. I stabbed, stabbed him. him and 14 stabbed him times. And stabbed him. I made his heart into hamburger meat. Heart into hamburger meat. And then after he, after he turned his heart into hamburger meat, then... I slit his throat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you'd have noticed that you've just slit his throat, mate. He, he slit his throat and then he said, I'd had that knife for 17 years and I finally put it to good use. I mean, 
this for me is up there with Christopher Wonkin's monologue about the watch in mm -hmm. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I applauded at the end of this monologue yeah. because it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my it's life. Fucking awesome. It's, it's awesome. Such a good monologue. So now the black guy, I love him. I love the Papa Roach guy. Yeah. I don't want them to go out. And they're, I don't know, I, I worry something bad's going to happen to them. So, I mean, Marsh, we've got a little, what have I got here? Uh, I'm just looking at my notes. Um, Mickey has begun his a final assault on the gang. Yeah. Well, so it looks like at It this seems point, to be, doesn't it? Yeah. Because he sets some guy on fire, he's sort of revealed himself to everybody now. Yeah. They all know who he is. But at no point is anybody worried, who is this guy trying to kill us all, running around the mall? Nobody's mentioned it. Nobody has. Nobody's bothered. His brother knows he's there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and also I've got here, um, old guy walks through the shot. So <laughs> if you do watch this movie, blinking, you'll miss it. But just at one point where we cut from inside the mall to the coppers outside, there's a, a brief conversation between, I think it's the, the chief of police or the sheriff or whatever he is, and the FBI guys. Yeah. And for some reason, as the shot, like transfers over to these these coppers outside. This old guy just sort of walks through like a Hobbles. member of the public, sort of like like a zombie just walks through the shot. <laughs> you know he was not supposed to do that because it delays these two talking. Yeah, <laughs> just think it's class that they left it in. It looks like John Carpenter walking through, um, and that's where we are now. The FBI have stormed them all, and we looked at the time and it went one hour. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. What a fucking film this what is. What a great first hour. It's Honestly, I'm buying this fucker. I don't oh, care what happens in the last half hour. I think this is... It, it's a buyer. It is definitely a buyer. How the fuck we've never Again, seen this? Why? Never heard of it. No. Never heard of it. 1998. I was 19. Dave was like 40-odd. <laughs> fucking how are we just seeing it now? And you think of the films that we've watched together over the years... I mean, this is, you know, our meat and potatoes and never, never known it. about it. Never heard of it. It's class. Bizarre. This is a good film. It is a good film. And it's shit and it's funny. Oh. And it's no. got everything. And it's violent. But what happens next, Dave? Oh, what is going to happen next? This is where we make our predictions. Okay, then. Right. So we start with the usual one is so. who's going to be the next person to die? Okay, well, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go on. Okay. So I think next person to die, unfortunately, mm -hmm. is going to be the Papa Roach young guy. Oh. Obviously, they've set up sob stories for these, but the FBI's yeah. now come into the building. They ain't looking at who's who. Yeah. They haven't heard his sob story. He's going out next. Well, young it's, dude. It's funny you should say that because I thought along similar lines about, oh, okay, sob stories... You're going to die. You're going to Just to have that bit more emotional impact. Yeah. But I've gone for the black guy. Oh, you racist bastard. I think it's him that's going to go. Why do you want him to die, Dave? I think it's because, well, he's haunted by that memory of his, that his commanding officer's <laughs> tattooed ass going up and down on his wife. So. So Dave's taken the racist route. Yeah. And he's picked the black guy. The <laughs> only black guy in the film. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, Dave. I picked the white guy. The young white guy. All right. Okay. We'll go next one then. Go on. Nudity. Well, yeah. What type of nudity at all is going to be next? We've, there was none, was there, in Blood Moon? There was no nudity. No. Uh, so we've had, we've had, 
We've had tits out. We've had four tits out in this. We've have so is there gonna be a any more nudity? Go on then, what you got? I've got none. I don't think there'll be... No more nudity? No, so that includes like a ma- male actor getting topless. I mean, Mickey Rourke could get topless, but I don't think he will. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there'll be any nudity at all. Oh, ye of little faith. Oh, what have you gone for? Mickey Rourke. You think Mickey Rourke is going to get that topless? That top. Dave, you do not spend that much money on steroids to not take your fucking top <laughs> off in this film. I'm sorry, but he did it in double team with Dennis Rodman and Van nice. Damme. You do not hire that man and say, Mickey, keep your top on, mate. You go get your fucking top off, Mickey. And he goes, I'm going to get my top off now. I think that's how he talks. He's a little bit Marlon Brando-y, isn't he, when he talks? Yeah, Rourke, top off, mate. Right then. Top okay, then. off. Let's see if we see some Rourke nips. I want it. We'll see. We will see. Right. What have we got next? Action scene. Yeah, what is going to be the next act? So as we paused it on the hour... Mickey Rourke had just had a fight. There was a fist fight. Yeah. And that's finished. So is it going to be another fist fight that's going to be next? Is it going to be a knife fight? Because, you know, some knives hanging around. Is there going to be another gun fight? Well, I... I, I don't think it's going to be a car chase. They're in the shopping mall. Well, it's not going to be a car chase. You've seen it? the Blues Brothers, Dave? Wow, yeah. <laughs> that would be a bit of a left turn, wouldn't it? If it nice pun. Yeah. <laughs> But I think they set up something earlier in the movie okay. that we haven't seen in action yet. Go on. Grenade launcher on the bottom of the gun. Ooh. They actually make a point of saying your gun's got a grenade launcher on it. Now, he hasn't fired that fucker yet. So you think the next one will be Next him. action scene's going to involve grenade launcher. FBI stormed the building, mate. What better to take a few out? That's a good call. In one go and pop one of them. For... How's it go? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Boom. And then screams. Ah! Well, I like, think, yeah, I'm giving it a grenade launcher. I was torn. I thought, should I go for a fist fight? Is Mickey Rourke going to get into another fist fight? He looks use... a bit strained in this for fighting. Yeah. He There's did a good it, a good leap and sort of twisting kick. Oh, yeah, they have kind of like so, celebrated his ability. Yeah, touch, yeah, yeah. He leapt into the air in slow motion once again. Why? Oh, yeah. I'm calling wires. On wires that. on that one, yeah. I'm sorry, mate. He couldn't jump that high. He's not Scott fucking Adkins, No way. Dave. He isn't. <laughs> but I'm going to go. He's on cocaine instead, I'd say. <laughs> he ain't jumping in the air. I'm going to go. I think the next one, standard gunfight. Oh. Just, just, just rifles. It's safe for the points, Dave. Rifles popping off. So just shooting. Just shooting. Normal, no grenade launchers, no. He's fucking rat, isn't he? All go. right, you have your guns. Yeah, I'm having I grenades. Reckon, I reckon it'd be that. I nearly did go for a fight. I nearly did go We've for got, that. What have we got next? Last line of the movie. Who's going to say the last line of the movie? So, so are we saying what it could be or who's going to say who's it? Who's going to say it? Who says the last line of the movie? It's a tough one because what I've, I've actually written down what I think it's going to be. Really? I think the you la- did that with Bloodroom, didn't gonna, you? I'm ca- trying to call on the last line and I'd like to think Yeah. it's going to be Mickey Rourke mm-hmm. to his brother. Telling him he loves him. Ooh. Love you, brother. Oh, so it's Mickey Rourke says the last line. To Wayne grow from heat. Well, again, if if he does say it to his brother and says that he loves him, bonus point. If the last line of the movie is the dad saying, how's your head? Or something <laughs> like that. Fuck me. But yeah, what's yours? Um, I've just come from Mickey Rourke. 
He's a fucking shit No, I nearly did go for his brother saying it because Mickey Rourke's not said much in He's this. Said fuck all. He's this. hardly had any lines in it. Like I said, I could have played his this brother part. has had more lines than him. That's yeah. why I thought should I go for his brother? But then because of something else that I've written down, I've had to go for Mickey Rourke, so I changed it to Mickey Rourke. Okay then. So we've got last line in, and then we've got end music. Music. What type of music? Well, I've just gone with shit kicker instrumental. So, <laughs> some fucking Texas shit kicker music. I'm going for that sort of um, oh, instrumental rock music, but the type that's played in oh, you know those like erotic films that were big in the nineties and it's a bit of sax. Yeah, a bit of sax and a so, bit of sort of like the sob story of, music. Yeah, yeah, and a bit of wailing. Guitar, not distorted guitar, clean wailing guitar. So you don't do that again. <laughs> so okay, so you've gone for emotional. I'm gonna knock you out. You've gone for emotional instrumental. Yeah, and it, I've gone for shit kicker instrumental. I mean, yeah. there's a clear divide there, yeah. isn't there? So. There is a clear divide, and so, if vocals come into it, we're both fucked. So no, there's there's nobody singing a song at the yeah. end of this. Um, what's the next one then? So after that, now we have got the wild card matchup. Oh yeah, yeah. the wild card matchup. Right. Okay. Wild card. Mm-hmm. Tracy. Ooh, Tracy. Okay. Remember Tracy? I remember Tracy. Sucking the gun. Yeah. She's a copper. She's an undercover oh. cop. She's a cop. That's a good one. Because she hasn't. She's got out of a lot of sticky situations so far. Mm. I think she's got something going on and she's there's more to her than we found out. Maybe That's she's got a, a deck. Call. She looks like she's got a deck. That's a good call. Well, my wild card matchup is that Mickey Rourke holds his brother in his arms as his brother dies. Oh my god. Has he got a die in this, his brother? I think he does. He hasn't done he dies. anything. Dies in Mickey row. Rourke's arms. Why is he on death row? I don't know. We've not had his sob story maybe we might get his brother's sob story oh my god we <gasps> should have put th- that as our wild card there's a third we? sob story oh my god we've got <laughs> half an hour yet to fucking watch oh it could be the whole half hour it's his brother's sob story <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <sort of> time. <laughs> i want to see more tits right and finally this is the one for the big five pointer it is Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Thank you, Chris Barris. Go on, then. My Hail Mary is that Danny Trejo, Wallace, Wallace, he gets so fucked up on coke. And we know he's a sex addict. Tell me. He gets so fucked up on coke that he tries to fuck one of the store mannequins. No, he doesn't. He does. That's pretty wild. (laughs) He does. Do you know what? They've all got titties and stuff we've already seen. Yeah. Uh, like he gets caught like banging him. <laughs> and the black guy sees his ass going up and down. He's like, oh my God, it's like my CO, man. And he has a flashback. And then the grenade launcher comes oh out. Oh my God, what a finish. Which leads into my... Oh, into your... Into my... Into your... That he says quickly, moving his thumb. Hail Mary! Dun, dun. <laughs> Is that Danny Trejo dies by explosion by getting blown up <laughs> oh i like it he gets blown up he's so bad he's so evil that he can't just get shot or thrown I like off it. he gets exploded he deserves a death like that he deserves if, it if any character deserved a death like that it's his 
Shall we go and see? Let's go and see. Why? Come on then. So we will leave you once again. We will be back. I'm <laughs> buzzing for the last half hour of this. we find out, are any of our predictions true? Will Danny Trejo blow up? <laughs> or fuck a mannequin? Or fuck a mannequin. Will Mickey Rogue speak? <laughs> Will he have any more lines? Will he get? Will Mickey Rourke get his tits out? Hopefully. Hopefully for you, mate. I need mate. the points. You do. <laughs> right. We shall leave you all again. And we'll be back after this. Bye-bye. The most dangerous criminals in Texas have just been set loose. They're heavily armed. Totally surrounded. Get us out of here. Trust me. Feds show up. Negotiations stop. And seriously out of control. Now if you don't get your man out of here! That's gonna become a habit! Now, one renegade cop. I suppose you know how to handle this. How much time can you give me? It's going in to try and get one man out. And we understand you let a heavily armed mercenary walk right in there. It's one of mine. Former Marine, served some far east. <laughs> Contract civilian mercenary in Afghanistan. <laughs> we got a problem. I'll get you out of here, bro. I ain't gonna let nobody kill you. My brother, Joe. Go home, Rudy. Brother against brother. On opposite sides of the law. On opposite sides of a gun. This guy's good. Mickey Rourke. Danny Trejo. And Frederick Forrest. Point blank. These brothers play for keeps. We are back again. The end credits have rolled on Point Blank. Wow. What a fucking amazing what action film. movie that was. That would go straight into my Blu-ray collection. Once I find out the label, yeah. that that is a fucking great action film. <laughs> it's fucking shit as well. And again, just to uh just to make the point about this, mate, is how the fuck did this pass us by? I, I mean, this has got everything. I mean, you're talking late nineties. So I was still, you know, I wasn't in my drug years then. <laughs> I was still like yeah. looking for good shit. You'd got uh, that Turkish prison stint in front of you. Little did you know at the time, those, <laughs> those 10 years. Those 10 years were lost <laughs> and I would come back out to fucking absolute whoppers like this. <laughs> I, I mean, you think at the time this came out, you're talking like Blade Matrix era, something yeah, yeah. around there. Yeah. So... Like, unless this ha didn't have a UK distribution, which I can't imagine it did, mm. um, like, why didn't this pop up in a video shop or something? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's because it was the time when we were transitioning to DVD and things got lost along the way on video and stuff like that. But yeah. I think for what it is, um, I I'm gutted. I've never <laughs> seen it till now. But also, over the moon... That like Blood Moon, yeah, it's one of these episodes. Yeah, fucking perfect. Again, these are just the films that we want to be watching. So please let us know if you know of any other films, and you think, oh, maybe 
Maybe Dave and Ramrod haven't watched this. Send us an email, send us a tweet, let us know. Send us, because, like, I hope you all go out now and, like, however you can, get hold of a copy of Point Blank, not the one with um, Lee Marvin in, the 1998 <laughs> Mickey Rourke, Danny Trejo, Frederick Forrester, um, who else? The guy who played Dad, mm -hmm. the guy with Heat. Um, what a fucking barnstormer. What a load of shit at the same time. <laughs> it was like really well shot garbage, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Perfect. Let's talk about the last half an hour. So what happens, we left it at the end of 60 Minutes with um, Mickey Rourke's character had just had a fight on top of the mall, hadn't he? He'd had a fight. He'd infiltrated the building. The FBI mm -hmm. had infiltrated the building. And it was all going off. Yeah. It looked like the last third of the movie was kicking yeah. off. Then all of a sudden, out of thin air, Danny Trejo and Mickey Rourke are facing off against each other. There's no establishing build-up. There's no conversation. Nope. There's no meeting. Now, this is a bad motherfucker. Trejo's the bad guy. Yeah. He's not the lead bad guy, but he's the evilest bastard there. By far. And Mickey Rourke, you think, oh, but they've got to have a massive scrap, a massive fight. He's, he's got to die horribly here. So you think there'd be a bit of back and forth, like, oh, you're not going to kill me. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, you <laughs> rapey bastard. No, straight into it. Yep. And he starts backflipping away from Danny Trejo, who's shooting at him. Yeah. Now, it's not Mickey Rourke backflipping. <laughs> it's definitely He does not like Mickey 100 Rock. backflips and he says, it's fucking Bruce Lee. He starts shouting, <laughs> it's fucking Bruce Lee. Danny Trejo's character is so coked up at this point. We're all on the same page. Yeah. That everything's weird. Yeah. We're on Danny Trejo's world. So he backflips away and um, Danny Trejo gets shot in the face. <laughs> right through the cheek. Yeah. So you think he's dead. He's dead. We did think at this point that he was dead. Puts a chain around his neck. Yeah. A big chain. Massive chain. Drags him around a bit. Shoots him so paint goes all over the place and yeah, there's Dan loads of blue. Yeah, he's um, covered in all different coloured paint and everything. All of this is happening as well, isn't it? While it's a piano and guitar, there's this wailing guitar solo accompanied by a piano during the all the way through this fight. This fight scene is scored by Guns N' Roses, <laughs> but it's not Guns N' Roses, but it sounds exactly yeah. like, like the, the guitar solo on Estranged or something like that. And it goes on for time and yeah. it's slow-mo. Oh, God, more slow-mo. Like who decided to put like G&R guitar solos over a fight scene? Quite an emotional guitar solo. Yeah. Over a fight scene of the horriblest, rapiest man and Mickey Rourke. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck knows what they were thinking. But on we go, fight scene goes on. Yeah. Uh, Mickey Mickey Rourke's now got his head slammed down against a circular saw. Mm -hmm. So we think we're going to get a bit of uh, City of the Living Dead sort of... Um, that would have been good. ...drilling through the head scene. Um, a black bad guy turns up and shoots Danny Trejo. Yeah. So you think, well, he's done. That's it. He's been shot in the face. He's been yeah. shot through the side or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then black bad guy rings his wife who was uh, cheating on him with his CO. The ass going up and down on the hard dick and all that from earlier. Um, has a little chat with her, says, I didn't doubt you or something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. At this. His head's gone. He's, yeah, right? he's totally gone. His head's gone. So he goes up on the roof to face off against all the police and mm. FBI. He has a nice surprise on the roof. Though, well, he finds he? a minigun. <laughs> Just lying Just around. Just on the roof, set up, um, ready to 
assault yep. anybody that approaches the mall. So I reckon somebody put that there after seeing Dawn of the Dead years ago and thought, if oh, zombies yeah. ever come to this mall, I'm sticking a minigun up We're here. covered. I'll fucking shoot them all. Yeah. So black bad guy, his head's gone. He, he thinks he saved the day by shooting Danny Trejo mm -hmm. and helping Mickey Rourke because he was a soldier. And then he just starts lighting everybody up with a minigun. Yeah. All these innocent police and <laughs> FBI agents and probably the TV. Uh, he's shooting everybody with a minigun. Cars are blowing up. Yeah. And then one brave person snipers him. Oh. But he rips fuck out of that minigun. That's it. He just starts screaming, who's the man? Who the man Who now? the man? He's talking to his wife, clearly, yeah. isn't he? And in his head, all he can see is that guy's ass. Oh, went up and down. A military down, tattoo on the arse. Minigun the police, that'll make you feel better. And 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 he's done. <laughs> Whose dick's hard now, motherfucker? Yeah. Whose ass is going up and down now, motherfucker? <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm sorry. So he's rung his wife. Um, we've had the... Guns N' Roses guitar fight. Um, Danny Trey has been shot. And then we find out the mall has been rigged to explode. Oh, by, like, by Camp Howard. Yes. Um, oh, I've put bombs everywhere. <laughs> uh, like the Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. And I'm going to blow it up because we don't know why. Why? Why? Why is he in this mall? Why is he his taking it over? Plan. I mean, this is where it needs a rewatch because, like, his whole plan. <laughs> concentrate. Like, we were too sidetracked by, like, fucking Danny Trejo. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? trying to bum everyone. Yeah. But what is this guy's plan? What's his end game? He, he's not. See, I thought it was, the whole thing was diehard esque distraction. Yeah. Um, to rob something or do something, but he doesn't kind of do any of it. No. And he just wants to blow up a mall in Texas. Weird. I mean, was that your dream when you were a kid? Yeah. One day I'm going to blow up a mall. Oh, also, going back to the Die Hard reference. Indeed. With the, the black guy in the minigun, the music that's playing, Silent Night. <gasps> we Christmas this film. It's a Christmas film. What, we, the only hint of Christmas was earlier on in a fight scene. I saw some Santas lurking in like a, like a storage room mm. or something, but Silent Night. Oh. Instrumental starts playing. What? Is, As he's mowing what? down the police. Christmas now. <laughs> when was it Christmas? Yeah. There's no hint or indication or anything that's Christmas. No. Silent Night starts yeah, playing. But because of that, we're now putting this down as a Christmas film. Official Christmas movie. Yeah. Shane Black's official Christmas list now features Point Blank. Yeah. So we're good. It's a Christmas film. It's yeah. the home alone of action movies. <laughs> so we've had the minigun. We've established it's a Christmas movie. And... Um, Oh, I don't think we established that the bad guy, the main bad guy, the camp one, mm. he's got a boyfriend in this, isn't he? Yeah. That Now he's at the beginning of the movie with a bazooka. Yeah, he's the one that blew up the police car that stopped the prison bus. And if you recall, I don't know if you remember this far back into the evening, but when he fires that bazooka, it's backwards. It's the wrong way round. <laughs> I've just got it in my head and I have to say it. I just feel that he fired this the wrong way. That missile would have gone the other way. Oh, my God. So, anyway, he's a blonde, classic, bleach blonde boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And um, he gets shot. Yeah. And he's put out. He's out of the film. He didn't have fuck all to do, really. No, he didn't. He, You know, he fired that. He was lurking around. Yeah. And then um, Mickey Rourke watches his brother get shot and does fuck all while he gets shot. Well, this is the thing because... 
he could have stopped it all. Yeah, he could have stopped it. hanging around on a chain or something. Yeah, he's just sort of waiting while Howard... We slow mo- he was slow-moing oh, his way there, mate. Proper slow-moing. Mickey Rourke is Everybody was slow-moing at this point because, because Joe, uh, Mickey Rourke's brother in it, he, he saw the light at the end of the tunnel. He was nearly free. Oh, he was nearly out And of he's the walking and he's walking. And that scene just went on for ages, did it, it, in he, slow motion. He would have been out of that tunnel in real time. Yeah. Because it's slow-mo Joe's <laughs> life. <laughs> do it. Um, camp bad guy shows up and... Shoots him. Shoots Joe. Yeah. So... Then Mickey Rourke decides to appear. Waits until his brother's been shot. Twice yeah. now. Twice he's watched his brother get shot. So I don't think he really liked his brother, if he's honest. Yeah. Because he kind of let that happen. That's it, yeah. And then uh, he cradles him in his arms. And uh, what happens? He asks for a joint. He says, can I... I'd love a joint right now. And you said, you said, where the fuck did that come from? He opens a little fucking pouch on his tactical vest, pulls out a bifter. And I said, where the fuck did he get that from? And his brother goes, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> and he licks it and they smoke a joint. Yeah, I should Cause, do. Because that's it. And then he inquires about his car. Yeah. Where's the car? I had some good times in that car. Now we now know that the car, the roadrunner mm-hmm. from the beginning, that's his brother's car. Yeah, it's not his. So Mickey Rourke only had, like, a vest and a pickaxe. Nothing else his. to his name. And no. His, yeah. Yes. His brother had everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then does his brother die? Yes. He's dead. He's dead. He's gone. He's gone. So it's game over, really. So the main uh, gay bad guy's done. Mickey Rourke's killed him. He's killed him, yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo, as far as we know, he's dead. Yeah. Um, the black bad guy's bad dead. Guy's dead. Um, the young guy has got the hostages still. Yeah. But we've already established that he's an, an innocent. He doesn't want to be that. He doesn't want to be that. He's been, he's been dragged into it, really. So um, we go back into the mall yeah. as we go to look for the young guy and the hostages. And who reappears, like Carl at the end of Dyad? Danny Trejo. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's been shot. He's been whipped. He's been choked with a chain, shot in the face. Michael <laughs> fucking Myers, mate. He is, he is back. And he's covered in paint. Yeah. And now he's got two, um, what look like cowboy guns. Yeah, six shooters. Where'd he get them from? Uh, no idea. No fucking idea. And now he's trying to shoot all the hostages and the young lad. Yeah. The young lad um, on death row who had the sob story earlier. Um, and he's he's mental. He's shooting and there's 100 bullets in these guns. Mickey Rourke walks slowly around the corner in Again. slow motion. Again. With another thing, like we said with the six shooters, where the hell did they come from? Mickey yeah. Rourke, broken nose. Where the fuck did that come from? Got a broken nose. You can clearly see the line and the blood across his cartilage yeah. where your nose would break. Nobody hit him. No. He's, he's got his arm bandaged up. Yeah. Mm. He's been trussing himself up like yeah. Rambo. When did that? When did he do no, that? No idea. Bonkers. What's the time frame here? One afternoon, one early evening? Who, we don't know. No, not a clue. Could have been there for a week for all we know. But the amount of coke Danny Trejo did, oh we could have been God. there a month. <laughs> yes. Um, he, he strolls around the corner. Danny Trejo does actually shoot directly at him. Doesn't hit him. He's too coked up. It's a little bit High Plains Drifter, this Ooh, for me. Yeah. Ghosty, isn't yeah. it? And um, then uh, he, he gets on to Danny Trejo and stabs him up. But you don't see it. You hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. And I was a bit disappointed you didn't see it. Oh, we should skip back as well before we oh, forget. Throat slit. Because Camp Howard, once <sighs> Mickey Rourke 
kills him because it's like, well, you fucking killed my brother. Yeah. I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to fuck does, you sorry, up. I apologize. And he stuff. does, doesn't he? He gets behind him and just like slits his throat. And what does he, he says something like, you'll be, you'll be unconscious in 20 seconds. You'll yeah. be dead in three minutes. Uh, and it is brutal. It is. Even though you it. don't, it's not graphic. You don't see it. No. You just see. The, the whole motion. Yeah. Of, like it's one of those belt, like a belt dagger, isn't it? Yeah. Like a special forces thing. And he just puts it and drags it the whole, like all the way around the side of his neck, around his jugular. Yeah. He's telling him how he's going to die yeah. as he's ending him. If you saw his throat open up, it would have been gratuitous, I thought. Yeah. Because that was chilling. You didn't need to see it graphically, it did a, you? A nas- and I said, we watched it again. I went, that's nasty. Yeah. The way he's telling him how he's going to die. Oh, God, yeah. And it was very enjoyable. It was. Mickey Rourke doing a bit of acting. Yay. He did two good bits of acting he did. in this. Yeah. Um, the second part is coming up. Um yeah, for a 90-minute movie, too. <laughs> he earned his money that yeah. day, didn't he? Fucking hell. Um, so, yeah, he stabs up Danny Trejo. Don't see it. We hear it go... Mm-hmm. As he's stabbing him in the guts. Yeah. Uh, and he's gone. Danny Trejo's dead. Everybody's now done. So the FBI had infiltrated the building at this point. Maybe mm-hmm. three FBI guys, and they got, what, shot? Yeah. I don't know. Did they give up then? Who knows? I don't know. Is it, so much not explained. It was ridiculous. So we've got Danny Trejo die and um, his brother's dead. The gay bad guy's dead. Um, we've got the Guns N' Roses solo again. Um, this kicks in. And again, so fucking stupid and pointless. <laughs> as, as we approach the end of the film, this fucking music is just stupid. Um, what happens right at the very end? So... Uh, well, we've got the uh, Sergeant Hardwood. Hardwood. Has a chat with Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah, and, Mickey's and says, out of the building now. Yeah, he's out of yeah. the building and uh, he's acquired a leather jacket from somewhere. Yeah. And uh, Hardwood says to him, oh, yeah, everybody's accounted for apart from... The young lad. The young lad. You know, where is he? And Mickey Rourke just gives him a, a knowing look. And yeah. Hardwood sort of nods. And then another cop comes up and said, any news on, you know, the lad? And Hardwood says, uh, oh, yeah, you know... Uh, Rudy, isn't it? Is Mickey Rourke's character? Rudy, yeah. Rudy saw him die. He's he's accounted for, and they sort of give you know nod to each other. And so that's that. yeah. So and then it cuts, and you see the young lad in, which we now know is Joe's car, his brother's car, driving away into the distance. He's free. He's made it. And the last line of the movie was previous to that shot of him driving off, and it's the last good bit of acting. Mm-hmm. You see a flicker. Of the, the, the great film star that was, let's get it right, was Mickey <laughs> mm, Rourke. Yeah. When he relates him giving this car to the young lad as him not doing enough for his brother. Yeah. And uh, he starts welling up and crying, saying, I wish I could have done more for him. Yeah. Um, and it was genuine acting. Yeah, it Like was. it was real emotion. Yeah. And, and for a moment I thought, oh, Mickey Rourke, man. You had it, didn't you? You did have it. It's like, you know, when you see Paul Gascoigne now at like one of these like soccer aid football matches and he's just limping around in an alcoholic haze and you think, he did have it once. Though, I did see he? Paul Gascoigne in a video today and it did look like a recent one. Yeah. And he's on the pitch and ball boy comes carrying a football. Oh, I see where he kicks him over. And he kicks him over. I know, he it's trips awful. him up and the ball boy lands on the ball and he's like in genuine crying. Pain. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. Paul Gaskin just points him and laughs. <laughs> yeah, it, it's sad, isn't it? And you look at Mickey Rourke in this and you think, he looks great. Yeah. You know, but 
he doesn't do a fucking thing. Doesn't. And when he does do it, he does it in slow motion. So much. <sighs> so much slow motion in this film, mate. He must have cost... I, I wonder what his fucking wages were for this. Danny Trejo earned his money. He, oh, he earned his money more than anybody. He, honestly, listen to me now. Anybody out there, watch this film for Danny Trejo in yeah. this. Because I know you know all about him and you've seen him in all the Rodriguez movies and Heat and all these films. But he's a, he's great in this. He's a right cunt. Um, if you met him at a Comic Con or something and you took point blank for him to sign... I imagine he'd be over the moon. He would be so over the moon, mate. Because he kills it in this. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. It's wild. It's like the Wolf <laughs> of Wall Street on death row. Yes. His performance. Yes. It's unhinged. And and he's worth the entrance fee alone. But I'll say in summarising the movie, well shot. Yeah. Crap, stupid, pointless music. Good actors. Terrible script. Um, no idea what some of the scenes were mm -hmm. connecting to each other. Don't know what the ultimate plot was no. of the bad guy's plan. Um, but an absolute 10 out of 10 yeah. for action bullshit. Definitely. Agree with every word there, mate. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. was it was a great movie. What a find. And then unfortunately we, we now compete. We now can we now come to the predictions. <gasps> Shall we start? Well, let's do them in the order that we picked them. I didn't do good, Dave. Next person to die. The next person to die. So, like you said, we come back and Mickey Rourke's had the fight and he comes down and he has the fight with Danny Trejo. And then he gets Trejo gets shot in the face, then the black guy shoots. Trejo again in the yeah. back. Down he goes. We went, that's it. That's the next step. Trejo. And I had young guy. Yeah. And I had I had the black guy. So nil point for both of us. You would nil think. Point. You would think. Yeah. Until later in the movie, like you said, Trejo appears with these two six shoers. Yeah. So if you follow the trail of who went next, it was the black guy. When it was he the black guy. When he went up, got mini the minigun, and he got he got shot. So, unfortunately, for you, mate, saying the uh, the young lad, it's... Um, oh, great. And for me, saying the black guy, it's... Fuck off, Dave. <laughs> you fucking dick. Three pointers. Put your three points down. Three points. There we go. Next. It was nudity. Nudity. Now, Next, I said nudity. there was going to be none. So, um, that was a definite... Yeah. Uh. No, but you said... I said Mickey Rourke's shirtless. No, he didn't get a shirtless, but Danny Trejo... Was shirtless. So that's close. We get a little point for that, You maybe? get one point, which yes! is one of these, because you were close. Oh. I'll take it. It's all right, I'll take you'll that. Take I the, need the, the one. one. I fucking need it. You'll take that one. Take that one. So that's 3-1. Moving on to the third one. Next action scene. Well, I put grenade launcher would be incorporated. Oh, which... Nobody fired a fucking grenade launcher in this entire bastard film. <laughs> Wasted opportunity for a grenade launcher. Why mention it? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's, and you're it's... not going to use it. Well, you wouldn't bring it up as a plot point. You've got a grenade launcher on your gun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, don't use it. Fucking. Got why, no grenades why though. Set it up? Oh. Got no grenades. Never Got mind. some cowboy guns if you want them. You can have them after. <laughs> Fucking stupid film. <laughs> so it was Danny Trejo and Mickey Rourke in... A gunfight. 
I'm fucking Dave, got it. I got a gunfight. Well, he actually said halfway through the scene, oh, it's not a gunfight because he hasn't got a gun. And then Mickey Rourke turned around he had a fucking gun magically (laughs) out of thin air. He was backflipping before that, the stupid bastard. Then we went six to... 6-1. Yeah, Currently 6-1. On La- two. Last line of the movie. Who's going to say the last line? Well, now last line of the movie was, I could have done more. Yeah. And I'm not asking for a point or nothing, but I did say, love your brother. And he does say, love you, Joe. But it's not the last line of the film. So it would be a massive stretch. So I didn't get it. Oh, dear. What did you get, Dave? I said it would be Rudy, and it was Rudy. He's a fuck. He's a cheating bastard on this. <laughs> he like he like twists the fucking rules for himself. <gasps> oh. Yeah, but I said the last line of the movie would be "Love your brother," and it would be like Mickey Rourke saying it. But go on, I will because because that line was said. He did say it, so and he did say "Love you, Joe." Oh. I'll I give you one. Point. You get a point. You I'll get take, a point. There's a point. That's not, there's a point. There's that's a not point. I'll there's take a point. point. So what's that? That's nine... Pity point, that is. Is that nine two? It's a fucking pity point. Nine two. End music. And I said shit kicker instrumental. Now by that I meant like... Like happy upbeat shit. Yeah. And you said like more of a sombre... Yeah. So was Guns it... Guns and Roses Was it hippie? Thing. Was it hippie music? Now, I give you a point for yours. Yeah, it was close. Yours was closest. Close. I so I get a. Take a point, Dave. I'll take a point. That's 10 2. 10 2. Yeah, I'm getting fucked in the Two ass to tonight. go. Two to go. Wild now then. card. Wild card matchup. How did it go? How did the wild card matchup go, I said, mate? I said, Tracy's a cop. Now, I just want to mention here, Tracy is not mentioned for the rest of the movie at all. <laughs> after happened? being set up massively. What happened with Tracy? Tracy was not interested in the rest of this film. I thought she was going to turn out to be like an undercover cop yeah. or something like that. Because she was featured quite heavily in the first hour. Loads. And then she just disappeared. Nobody cared. No. She was just there to smile as um, Mickey Rourke knifed up Danny Trejo. Yeah. She was like, yeah, oh, get him. Let me stab him again. So, no, I got A. You got A. Thank you. There she is. What about you? Well, I said that... Um, <laughs> I said that Joe would die in Rudy's arms. And... You're a fucking prick. When he was shot, mate. When he was shot, Joe was shot. And I was going, right, fucking, come on, where's Mickey Rourke? Where's Mickey Rourke? And then Mickey Rourke appeared. And then it was like, die, you bastard, die. Just fucking <laughs> die, Joe. Because he got hold of him. He got him in his arms. And I thought, don't survive now, Joe. Please he was, don't he, fucking he's survive. like bringing up a hundred different things. Like, have you still got my dog? And he's like, yeah. Oh, have you still got my car? Yeah. <laughs> Is dad alive? Yeah. What did you have for tea? Yeah. And it's like, fucking hell, Joe. Go die. Good shit to do. Well, we've got five points on the line because mm. it is now. Right. Five pointer. What did you go for, mate? Danny Trail gets blown up and we all know he didn't. He gets stabbed up. Great. Damn it. He is he, like we said before. He deserved to just to be like a massive death. Grenade like launcher, mate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, um, so I wanted him to be coked up and fuck a mannequin. 
<laughs> it probably happened off screen. Yeah. But on screen, it was... Uh... We... Oh. we got pretty... I mean, you've done quite well on this film, but we've got blindsided on this one. Totally this blindsided. This game isn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. It's not, is it? And, and I believe in my ability to second guess shit like this, but it has proved us to be absolute amateurs in making shit action films. <laughs> we couldn't make a shit one. I think no. No, it's, ours it's, would it's, be it's, ours would be the better film. It's a fine art, isn't it? We'd to have make a people, shit film. We'd have people blowing up, there'd yeah. be grenade launchers, oh. there'd be mannequin fucking, there'd Sucking be all sorts. Balls, oh, all sorts. Yeah. Mickey Rourke <laughs> would have got topless. I'd have took his top off. Yeah. He did he have his top off at all ever? He didn't Vest. did he? Vest was the closest at the beginning. So you'd think it'd be in his contract at this point because he's put that much effort in yeah. in the gym and his steroids. Yeah, yeah. Look, get me top off, lads. It's uh, like, semi contract. No. Maybe that was more. Maybe it's like, you know, when women have to get topless, you've got to pay them more. Maybe it's the same with him. He went, oh, Is that true? You have to pay women more to get the tits yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, mate. Yeah. So it, there was uh, a tits out extra for Mickey Rourke and they didn't want to pay it. I would love to hear a director's commentary over this film now. Oh my God, um, yeah. I need to look up the Blu-ray. Like I say, I, f I just saw a cover that somebody had done and I would love to pick up the Blu-ray if there's special features on it, <gasps> commentary or anything oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Goldmine, mate. Oh my God, yeah. Goldmine. So um, if I can, I'll find the... Um, the post and we'll have a look and yes. maybe you could put it in the notes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, what, what companies release this? It's going to be in America. It'll be like a region A Blu-ray, I imagine, mm -hmm. um, worth every penny. Yeah, definitely worth every penny. I wouldn't have called it point blank. No. <laughs> called it something else. Yeah, some, like we said before, something bloody 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 in the mall. Minigun on the mall. Yeah. Minigun in the mall. Yeah. Danny Trejo on Coke in the mall. <laughs> in Texas. <laughs> in Texas. I mean, yeah, uh, it did remind me. There was like uh, like one moment as well reminding me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. You know, when Leatherface puts the chainsaw between, stretches legs, and she's, oh, yeah. she's like, ooh, how good are you and all this. And he, he puts his gun down there on Tracy mm -hmm. at one point, and I was like, ooh, Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. Not. Just me being a nude. Yeah, um, Just before Chris points that one out in his, <laughs> his review of the movie, I'll just beat him to it. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, some, some good actors in it. Like, say, Frederick Forrester was a guy who's the... Like his uh, Mickey Rourke's partner, mm -hmm. he is the Nazi store owner in Falling Down, very memorable character. Yeah, you know, Zyklon B, that guy. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's like there's another movie that came out in the 90s called Action Jackson, yeah, with Carl Weathers, yeah, and that's like a who's who of like 90s background dudes that all show up. And this kind of had that vibe of you know, like, oh, I, I know him, I've seen him, you know, and they're all proper actors, yeah. And they do a job in this. It's just the baffling of Mickey Rourke's uh, non-performance. <laughs> yeah, so weird. I'd love to talk to him about this era. It's like, I know you did it for the money, Mickey, I know, but yeah. there's a flicker of the old, you know, angel art Mickey Rourke in yeah. there. Um, but a great action movie, highly recommended. Definitely. Dog shit of the highest order. Yeah, took us by surprise in the... The best possible way. Yeah, and violent. Very violent. Very shooty. Yeah. Good time. Shooty stabby. I enjoyed it. So I'll say well done again, Dave. Well, you know what that means, mate? I've yeah. got another button to press because this episode has finished 13-2. Jesus Christ. 13-2, which means the total now after two, two games played Don't. is 25-10. 
Plenty of time, lad. 15 points behind, mate. Plenty of time. Eight games to go. Oh, there's plenty. It's but, a long um, season, lad. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate, but it's uh, yeah. it's over to Razor Ruddock again. You're shit and you know you are. 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 I don't want to get used to hearing that fucker. <laughs> I still don't know your sound Fuck drop me. now, then. Well, maybe next time. Well, let's see how it goes next time. Well um, in, mate. Well in, lad. So, yeah, thank you to everybody that's listened. Thank you again for people that left us feedback on the first show. Um, again, thanks, Chris, for leaving that great message. Um, you too can send us an email or a tweet, give us some feedback. If you want to send us a voice message, you can. Uh, there's a speak pipe button on our website. And I think you can leave up to 90 seconds. It's free. What's it called? Speak pipe. Sounds like glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> Speak pipe. You get 90 seconds in a glory hole. That's what you tell them. It's called a speak pipe. You put your mouth on one side and I go around the other side. Yes. Mm, I'm sure speak yes. pipe is what it's called, Dave. Um, so you can do that on 60mw.co.uk and numerical 60, not alphabetical. Everything's on the website. Um, ways that you can follow us and news and reviews and all the different podcasts that we do. And we will be back. Um, yeah. Before too long, we'll be sat up here we again. Need, we need something good for next time. We do. So again, we're calling out to you. Uh, if you think of any films that you think may be perfect, you've got two episodes in your ears now. You know the type of stuff we're looking for. If you know something like that and you think we haven't watched it, let us know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, entertain us and we'll entertain you. Yes. So we will go. I shall hover my thumb over this button. Stick your finger in, Dave. Go on, I'm going to stick my thumb in. Go on then. I'll see yeah. you next time. See you next time, folks. <laughs>